Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on this Cox Plate Eve, the 27th of October, 2023. After a huge Caulfield Cup last week, we now have the Cox Plate to look forward to with spring champion in Sydney, the Manicato at the Valley, Sammy Highland. Another unbelievable weekend of racing coming up. Cannot wait. Chris, oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's just so exciting, isn't it? Uh, such a big weekend and, uh, well, Cox Plate Day. It's, uh, I have good memories of, of uh, many Cox Plate Days and, and I guess uh, one of my favourite well, favorite races of all time was the uh, 92 Cox Plate with superimposed, superimposed steaming down the outside and getting the money, but what a great race that was. So 20 yeah. bucks. Yeah. I had $5 on Super. Did you? He was my favourite horse. Naturalism was on. the favourite. And uh, I think Hutchie, Hutchie clipped heels on yes. uh, Palace Rain. Naturalism, Dipman fell off Naturalism, and Citizen fell as well. He was the so, favourite, Naturalism. So, yeah, Naturalism was the uh, red hot three. Uh, no, he wasn't three, was he? He was four. and uh, But he was... Uh, yeah, he was obviously a seriously good horse, and uh, but uh, just that field, you know. I mean that that whole field when you went through, and I know Super was at the end of his, uh, you know, it was it was in the twilight of his career, but and and better loosen up and let's elope all the same. There was quite a few of them, but um, for them to all go over the line together like that after the the drama down the side with those horses falling, uh, with the jockeys falling off, and and then. Uh, yeah, what what a great finish! Um, just uh, just an uh, amazing uh, amazing race, and yeah, like I say, it's one of my favourite uh, all time races. I, you know, I, I think, uh, and I said it on Thursday with um, with Miles Fitzner that um, I didn't think it was a great Cox Plate, and there was, uh, you know, there was a bit of banter on on, on the um, on on from the family on the text machine and and a few uh, chipping me, and that's okay. I mean. It just is what it is. It's I, I just don't think I think you can pick holes in lots of horses in this year's Cox Plate and uh and yeah, I mean in Cox Plate Cox Plate is Cox Plate over the years has been a real champion's race, well, it hasn't a, it? And you know what? There's no champion in that race. I generally don't it's the, so, they say it's the best horse wins the Cox Plate. The yeah. best horse in the country yeah. wins the Cox Plate. Now has that probably been diluted a little bit by the other races in Sydney? Yeah, I mean, every, oh, definitely. Every four-year-old's heading towards the Golden Eagle. No doubt about that. Next week, no doubt about that. And and so yeah, I I just think uh, it's not it's not a great uh, Cox Plate, but it's competitive field. But yeah, I mean, and, it, it'll it's hard to find the winner, and uh, it'll be hard to find the winner. And and I think, as I say, you can there's fours and against for lots of runners well, in the race. And I am, you know what? I'm I'm going with the horse in Jewess, and it's. It's twenty six dollars, but I, I just think you know what? It's been sound enough. It's drawn the one gate. Um, if it gets a hot tempo, uh, gee, I, I, I think it'll be thereabouts. You know, um, I, I just think it's, uh, I think it's good value over the odds, and uh, her best would have her in, in, in the finish in that race because, because. There's, as I say, there's there's fours and against for a lot of those horses in that race. And you're right. You know, you look at Romantic Warrior. Okay, was beaten on its merits at Flemington. People say it's improved four lengths. Has it? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, Zaki, beyond his best, is he? Or is he? Or past his best? Mr. Brightside, 2,000. Alligator Blood, hard to knock him. 
a gold trip back from 2,400. Uh, fangirl runs 2,000, maybe. Uh, Jewess, as you mentioned, uh, doesn't win often, but this is definitely the sort of race she can bob up in. Victoria Road, who knows? Irish horse, militarised. Uh, what do we take out of that? So, the, as you say, what do you take out of the Caulfield Guineas? He's got no weight. Well, he, he missed the start. He missed he, the start. He looked sluggish. He looked culty. But he you got know, going and, late. Yeah, definitely. But, but you know, is that good enough That's to right. win a Cox Plate? That's and, a Caulfield and this Guineas, is, yeah. This is what I'm saying is, you know, in years gone by, in, in some of our, our um, better fields in the Cox Plate, you know, you, you, you'd have said militarised wouldn't have a hope on yeah. the, on the way he went the other day, but, but this then, time. but this 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 time round, it's you know it, it looks to be pretty it's very competitive. Yeah, so I mean, it'll, it'll be a great race if Fangirl you know picked up and motored home over the top of them. Like you wouldn't be surprised at all. No, but but can she can she run ten furlongs? You it. know, at at that level and and um, it, the speed will be interesting. You know, I'm yeah. hearing a lot saying that it'll be a quick speed, and then. And I think to myself, I don't know, a few of those old bangers that, that get up there on speed, they might just get up there and, and go steady enough, yeah. you know? And um, it's it's not – yeah, it, it's, I, I think it's uh, a really interesting race. But as far as being uh, a field full of superstars, it is not. Now, last week we had the Caulfield Cup and without a fight, just got home there from West Wind Blows uh, and Gold Trip ran third. We had the trifecta, as many probably did, Sammy. We weren't uh, on our own there. Uh, this Queensland form from the winter, without a fight, he was so good winning the Q22. Uh, of course, we saw Think About It win the Stradbroke and win the Everest. We saw um, Redina, I think it is, who won on Stradbroke Day as well as come out and won the Epsom. So it stacks up every year, we say, but this year's been an absolute beast. Yeah, it's it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. And great for, for racing Queensland. And, and it's a good thing, isn't it, that it's – it's um you know it's got its slot and uh, it's time of the year the Queensland Winter Carnival where you know we see these good horses come up here and they might only have one or two runs but they're competitive and then they go on to have a good spring and it it happens year after year it's a good thing. Now tomorrow we have Antino and Uncommon James going around. Uncommon James in the Manicato, which won't be an easy task against Imperatrice who's absolutely flying. And I think Antino can win. It's a small field. Uh, I did hear Tony Gollan say during the week, spoke to Gareth Hall, said he might uh, roll forward on Antino. I think that would be a smart move. Uh, if something wants to take him on, then Blake Sheen can just take a trail. Hopefully what happened to Flemington doesn't happen again. But um, I think I would. I think I'd go forward. No, he's sitting out the back if they dawdle. Yeah, I, I, I agree. He's a, he's a very good horse, Antino, isn't he? And he's uh, he's... Form is fantastic. He, he, you know, it looks a great race for him. I would have thought, and um, yeah, he'll be he'll be hard to beat. Uncommon James, uh, that the blinkers coming off, mm. isn't it? I mean, mm. blinkers off, and then uh, I think Imperatrice will just win that race. It's, yeah, it's a hard to see. It's a serious, uh, it's a serious mare. You know, the, up to the twelve hundred is a bigger plus. Uh, you know, a huge plus for her. She's going to travel sweetly. And she only has to finish off like she has the last two. I won't beat her. Uh, yellow brick trial this morning at Ramwick. I don't know if you saw that, Sammy, but uh, sort of sat around midfield slightly worse and made a little bit of ground in the third. Um, just an average trial, nothing to get excited about. So we'll see if uh, he's still on track for the Golden Eagle next Saturday. Uh, massive news and really good news to see or 
that Michael Rod is back. Yes. He's riding tour. He's only got the one ride, Larrikin Road, Rogue for Chris Anderson. But look, it's been a tough road for Michael Rod. Uh, he's been off the scene for over two years, but he's a terrific jockey, and it's great to see him back. And we wish him all the best success, don't we? Do you know Michael at all? I uh, know Michael well, Good. and uh, obviously rode with Michael um, over the years. And and then uh, he, uh, well, one of my favourite uh, interviews was uh, efficient. On, on no, it was when Michael rode Benaria in the uh, Myer Stakes on Derby Day, and I did the horseback interview with Michael. Obviously, Benaria was trained by Dad, yeah. owned by Robert Anderson, a long-time owner in in our stable, and uh, yeah, it was just a big buzz. And and obviously, Group One race, and and she was a fantastic mare. And uh, yeah, Michael was. Um, was a, it was, you know, it was a big thrill for him for him to uh, win on that mare, and uh, you know, he's a great jockey, great jockey. So he will, uh, yeah, he'll get to um, being a top jockey in Brisbane again for sure, and well, and then uh, wherever it goes from there. But it's uh, it's great for Queensland that he's back and and uh, and kicking off his career back here. Uh, well, low key, he, it all happened for him in the start. Low, yeah, low key return. Uh, one rider, as I mentioned, then uh, hopefully he'll gather his fitness or his fitness will improve over the next few weeks and so will the amount of rides that he gets and then hopefully he's a force during the carnival I mean he was riding for Tony Golan quite a bit before he before he went off the scene with that uh, with that injury or that concern so we wish him the very very best Michael Rod uh, tomorrow at uh, Doombin uh, last Saturday Eagle Farm uh, just a low-key meeting there I thought some of the highlights Sammy were uh, Cotty winning again for Mark Curry that was a good win Cotty led uh, the start before this time, Anne Jones rode off speed, which probably wasn't the place to be. The way the uh, the tracks are at the moment, rock hard up here. It's very uh, be nice to see some rain. We didn't get any last night. Don't know about you. Uh, Shah of Goma. Well, that looked his race. Uh, whether he was fit enough was the key, but he was heavily backed and he won well and lost in transit. Uh, went on his winning way in the last race. Uh, ridden a treat by Ryan. Mal- I've got to tell you, Sammy, it is so good to have Ryan Maloney back. I know he's not here this week, but he puts. And you know I've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about these uh, horses getting back in the field lately. He just doesn't do that. He just bounces them out and they land first, second, third or fourth. Uh, he's very good jockey and, uh, yeah, he is, um, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, he's happy to be back in uh, Queensland too, catching up with the family. I don't, I don't think his family went down with him. No, to I don't think so. so. Uh, and, yeah, he, um, it's... Yeah, but look, he'll uh, wherever Pug goes, he'll he'll ride winners because he's a good jockey and uh, and he's a great fellow. Good hands, just he puts is. them in there. He's got good. He reminds me of Damien Brown, just a little bit of Damien Brown there. Ooh, Damien Brown, blast from the past. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's good to see Ryan back. He's not riding this weekend though in uh, in Queensland. He's riding in Sydney. All right, Sammy, let's have a chat. Uh, probably been done to death this week, the whip rule, but we'll just have a quick chat about it. Mark Zara, of course, getting the fine uh, after the um, after the Caulfield Cup on without a fight. Couldn't care less from my point of view because the horse won. That's all I was worried about. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts? I mean, you're the ex-jockey in the room, not me. Uh, look, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm dead against it. I, I, you know, I just think it's all a lot of rot, this, this whip rule business. And, you know what? If you want to bring in a rule, don't don't have half a rule. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't don't just stand by what you say. And and if if it 
if the rule is you can only hit it this amount of times, which is I think is ridiculous, to, so, to expect a jockey to be able to count how many times he's hitting the horse when at the end of a, a Caulfield Cup is just complete madness, right? And it's, it is it is so stupid. So it does, it, it, But you know what? The, it's a padded whip. Uh, we brought in the, the restrictions. We brought in the, the padded whip. When is enough enough? You know, when, It'll never that, be so enough. they're not they're not going to be happy until the whip's gone, are they? So it's it's. But who are these people that are calling for it? You know what I mean? And Usual. and I think it is such a shame that there we are. We see a Caulfield Cup last weekend, and then all the talk following it is all about the whip rule. Couldn't agree you know? more. What 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 about talking about what a great race it was and what a fantastic finish it was and. The excitement of the race and the big crowd at Caulfield and all the rest of it. No, let's bang on about, you know. And do you know what? If I was Jamie Spencer, I'd be crook too. Because at the end of the day, he broke the rules. Yep. You know, he broke the You're rules. Right. So he gets to keep the race but pays a fine. It's a and law, isn't it? It's just, you need to enforce the law. It's, it's like just, anything else. It's so half-baked. And, but, you know, and I love your point about the focus was on this after the race uh, and not the actual race itself and the day itself and how good it was. And that's the path. Why do we go down this path all the time? Who's writing? Why do we have to have these stories? And why are we talking about this stuff? If we didn't talk about it and stories weren't written about it, no one would worry about it. How many of those people that were at Caulfield last Saturday having a a terrific day and enjoying a a great day of racing were talking about um, horses getting whipped? Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, The ones that were talking about it, they're not even there and they don't even watch the races. That's it. And if we take away the whips or whatever... It's not going to please them still. Well, then, then, then they go on to the next thing. Oh, you be, shouldn't, you shouldn't be jumping horses, yep. and you shouldn't be doing this, and you shouldn't be, be happy doing that. It's completely banned. That's it's so it is. It's it's such a shame, but it, it's one of those things that it, it keeps coming up now. And uh, yeah, and you know when, as I say, when is enough enough? Because I know how the rules have changed. Uh, from when I finished riding to, to then where it's at now in, you know, in the last 12 years, how much the rules have changed. Yeah. And, and it, and, you know, here we are, we're, we're still, when we're still not, we're still not taking the race away from him, right. But, or the taking the race away from the winner, but we're finding them. And, You've broken the rule, but you can keep the race. That's it. It's, it's. Yeah. It's one or the other, isn't it? Madness. It's like a footballer running along and trying to count his steps or his yep. paces as he's running along. You know, if you're playing football, if you've run too far, this is AFL I'm talking about, yep. but you don't count them. Yep. I mean, how could you, and you can't count your whip strikes under that pressure. No. That's ridiculous. It's 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 a Caulfield Cup. I know. know. And I don't care if it's a Maui Maiden. And, and, and if I've got a jockey on in a Caulfield Cup, I don't want him uh, counting how many strikes he's hit the horse. I want him doing his very best to throw everything at the horse to get it over the line, you know? Mm. And it's, uh, you know, it's... We're not talking but about I, I tell you, I, did, I, I, I retweeted um, uh, John Gosden made comment during the week on, uh, I think it was on Racing UK, and uh, it was it was fantastic what, what he said. And it, it made so much sense, and he, uh, yeah, he, he just... Dead set, hit the nail on the head. It's it is what it is, you know. It's we're we're never going to be able to have um, when you've got horses, five hundred kilo animals running as fast as they can, right? There is going to be accidents. It's yeah. it, it is what it is, right? We're we're never going to be able to rule it out. Just like he said, 
people are still going to slip over in the bathroom. It is, it is going to happen. You know? Of course, it's you know, it's just it, a fact. It's uh, it, it's become really silly. Now, speaking of, uh, we're going to talk about positive things on this show from now on, but I wanted to bring that up anyway. So we've covered that off. Uh, positive. Is Martin well, Hart? What, what about the barrier draws, though? Oh, oh. I was going to. I was going to mention oh, oh, the look, public barrier draws. I'm a bit over they're these riveting. public. They're riveting. Oh. We, we had one for riveting a group two watching. race last week. You know I mean, what, Chris? We, going we don't. We don't have enough. Uh, we don't have enough people watching uh, horse racing as it is. <laughs> let alone watching something like a barrier draw. I mean, it's. Uh, you know really? what? I, I love the one at the Gold Coast for Magic Millions on the beach, and I think that's a good one because it gets a crowd there. The scenery is good. It all fits in beautifully with the week. So I think that's good. And maybe if you're a real um, posho, Sammy, the one in the Everest one on a boat out in the middle of Sydney Harbour, it wouldn't do it much for me, but I'm sure it does for others. Um, but away from that, when you when you hold them in a room, it just doesn't doesn't do it for uh, me. So anyway, that's that's my point of view. But uh, today's guest, Martin Harley, he's having a great run since coming back from getting married. See, there you go. You get married and all these good things start happening to you. So we'll have a chat to Martin very shortly. But do remember that racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Today we raced at Rocky. Tonight we're racing at the Sunshine Coast. Please, no accidents there on the Bruce. Uh, tomorrow we race at Doombin and on the Poly Track at the Gold Coast. We also race at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. Make sure you listen in to the Darling Download tomorrow morning. Townsville, we've got a couple of good races up there tomorrow for the two-year-olds. The Palarenda Stakes. One for the Colts and Geldings and one for the Phillies, both worth $35,000. On the Nod Tab scene, there's a couple of cup meetings at Clifton and Gimpy. Gimpy Cup would be a big day out, Sammy. Yeah. On the sand there. It's not, you'll be able to go to it. It's not far up the road It's only from about, uh, it's less than an hour away. I haven't been to the sand track yet, but it's on my list of things to do. So, yeah, it will be a great day out at Gimpy. If you're in the area, make sure you get out there and enjoy the day. Sammy, just before we get to our uh, first guest, our only guest, Martin Harley, who we're looking forward to chatting to, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why have you got a big bottle of soda water sitting next to you on the beach, uh, uh, on the bench? On the beach? Is that yours? Uh, yeah, it is mine. You're drinking well, soda I, water I always have, Or I have always... you got, you know, vodka somewhere else? No, I always have soda water when I'm uh, at work. I, You're going to get through I, all of that? I always bring... Well, it's funny <laughs> you should say that because I got it out of the garage this morning, out of the fridge in the garage this morning, and then I thought to myself, I'm not doing trackside today, am I? So I'm not going to need a whole bottle of soda water, but I still brought it anyway. Is it sugar-free? So, yeah, it's it's extra bubbles, and my, my kids call it fizzy water. Dad, you're always on the fizzy water. Yeah. <laughs> probably probably better than the fizzy water. The other beer. fizzy water. <laughs> That's right, I was going to say. All right, Martin Harley joins us this afternoon. Martin is uh, having a purple patch since getting married, Sammy, and that's all it takes. Just go and get married, and all of a sudden you good, ride winner after winner. Good things happen. Exactly. Martin, good afternoon. Uh, hi, hello, guys. How are you? Very, very well. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, first of all, we know you were away off the scene for about six weeks. We didn't know where you'd got to. Then it clicked that you went back to uh, or back to Ireland, I'm guessing, and got married. Is that is that what happened? Yes, correct. Um, we had a fantastic. We, we left. Um, yeah, left with a six-week round trip. We spent three weeks in England, and uh, obviously, I spent twelve years there riding. And yeah, we spent other three in Ireland with family, which was beautiful. Yeah, fantastic. And I and I must say, um, 
I live in Windsor here in Brisbane and across the road from me, uh, Simon said to me, uh, who has, Simon knows nothing about uh, horse racing and he, he said to me, do you know a fella called Martin Harley? And I said, yeah, I do. It's, uh, I said, uh, we actually get him on the show a bit and he's one of Chris Nelson's favourite jockeys and he's a very good <laughs> jockey up here in Brisbane and he goes, oh, I've Got a mate that went to his wedding in Ireland. I said, wow. And I, I'd seen that uh, on social media. Gee, it looked a, a fantastic day and uh, it looked very regal, Martin. Uh, it was it was uh, a flash wedding. Yeah, and no, it was pretty pretty good um, for sure. Uh, we had a lot of Aussies that made the trip over there. So we had, we had, to, we had to show our best side for sure. We had to give them a good experience of Ireland. And uh, yeah, it was pretty... Pretty nice place, and yeah, I think there was 68 Australians all in all. So that's a yeah, big, good. big turnout from Aussie, and uh, there was wow. uh, hundred, hundred between England and Ireland. So yeah, pretty big, pretty big do. She with a lot of Irish there and a lot of Aussies there. I can imagine there was a lot of alcohol drunk. <laughs> Sensible. Yes, correct. And the Aussie, the Aussies kept saying to me, they said, uh, "Yeah, well, we had the Irish can drink." I said, "Well, you're pretty handy at it yourself." <laughs> um, so yeah. It, it, it was a we, we we definitely had a good uh, good crew there and, and none of them had to say don't everyone everyone uh, presented themselves pretty well I'll tell you that. Did you have a honeymoon as well? No, uh, once we live on the I live on the Gold Coast. I said to Brittany, she said that is a honeymoon. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, no, we, no, no, we 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 didn't. But we'll uh, yeah we'll we'll regroup for that uh, next year sometime. Uh, there was no rush. We had a great trip. Obviously, went back there. With the year that we had in it, with injuries and whatnot, it was nice to see the family and be there one piece and, uh, yeah, get the wedding, uh, have a good time at the wedding, which is the most important. Martin, did you uh, did you miss the weather back here? Because, uh, I, you know, I know it's uh, it's uh, not as not as harsh, um, the, uh, the weather in Melbourne, but I recently I was down in Melbourne and uh, I couldn't wait to get on the plane, get back up here to Bris Vegas and uh, get in the sun again. So you can imagine if you, if you got a few rough days in, uh, in England or Ireland, it, uh, it can, be, can be chilly enough. Yeah, no, for sure. Obviously, um, I was well used to it. Um, riding around all weather tracks come December and negative two, negative three. Um, so, yeah. I definitely like the heat more than the cold, but we actually got a pretty decent time all in all. Um, it was like 22 to 24 degrees for oh, the week of 10 days in Donegal, and that's unheard of, really. <laughs> so I think we brought some, some of the sunshine back there for a few days. Um, but since we've left, we've had a pretty uh, terrible time weather-wise, There's like floods and whatnot. So we, we definitely got the, the best of it um, regarding what you can get in Ireland, that's for sure. Now, the way you've been riding since you got back, it's probably a good idea to put off the honeymoon because wherever you're going to go, you can now upgrade because you just keep riding winners. Uh, you've ridden three this week. <laughs> you're three this yeah. week. You haven't. You weren't far away on another couple of uh, rides, certainly Evocator and Asala last uh, Saturday at Eagle Farm. You've just come back with a new lease of life. Not to say that you weren't riding well prior, but, gee, things are really uh, fitting into place beautifully. Yeah, no, thank God. Listen, it's like anything... Um... All them trainers are getting behind me and giving me a nice bit of support again. And listen, um, fast horses make fast jockeys. Um, so you know it's all it's all about the support as well. Um, but yeah, things are things are going beautiful. Last week wasn't so good. I was hitting the crossbar a few times. Um, but yeah, we we regrouped and got back into action this week. And yeah, nice few winners this week. And hopefully it's not just finished yet.
You know you're going all right when you get Happy's Burrows to win by three and a half lengths. I'm telling you, I've backed that horse on numerous occasions and then uh, didn't back it when it won. And then I see it was in uh, yesterday and I was like, I just can't fall into him. And and Nick's a great fella that uh, owns that horse and and wish him all the best. But uh, then I'm, I'm picking Tilda up from kinder driving home and I'm listening to the call and it's just running away from him. I'm going, gee, I never thought I'd hear this happen. Oh, no. One by three and a half. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm fairing this by Lockwood. Uh, his horses are obviously in a rich vein of forum, and he called me yesterday morning. There wasn't much, in, wasn't many instructions. He just said uh, midfield, and he said, uh, he said, yeah, just when you start on straightening up, he said he should let down pretty good. And he said, I think it wouldn't be three or four. He said, you can give the oh. crowd a little salute if you like. So Barry, Barry Lockwood was pretty confident yesterday, I must say. Wow. Jeez. Wish we had um, spoken yeah. to you yesterday. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, uh, but anyway, obviously, I've never ridden a horse before. Uh, he has looked like a tricky customer. Yes. Um, regarding winning. But, uh, yeah, he didn't do anything wrong yesterday. And he, he gave me a pretty good feel, to be fair. Can I just ask you about one you rode on uh, Wednesday? This was a short favourite, uh, Gumeri, first up for Matty Dunn in the, uh, I think it was the second race. Uh, he just gave me the impression that the ground might have been a bit too hard for him. What was your impression? Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. All And uh, saying that, they'd done a beautiful job on Wednesday. I thought it was a good four of the track, uh, which is, you know, very, very good for up here regarding the weather so hot all the time. Yeah. Um, I did report to Matty Dunn when he came in. I thought easier ground would have definitely helped him as he won on soft before. Um, yeah. Beautiful big horse. But the only other thing I did uh, ask Matt to keep in his mind was maybe add some headgear. Just from the 400 to the 150, he was just rolling around a bit. And I think um, maybe a set of headgear added would uh, certainly help him concentrate a little bit more. He's a beautiful big horse. And yeah, he will be winning more races. But uh, between the ground being maybe a tick too quick for him and uh, adding a bit of headgear, I think if you get that combination right, he'll be back winning in no time. Okay, Chris, terrific. Chris, I further to that um, <laughs> on Wednesday morning, I got a uh, I got a message uh, from someone that said Lay Gumeri today. Really? Uh, and then I heard you. Oh. T- it was your best, wasn't it? It was my best. And, yeah. and, I, and I was thinking, oh, this is well, this is going to be good for someone today. And yeah, I, yeah. like you say. Um, Martin, it, it's when when you went for him and he rolled around and mm. it was just all over the shop, wasn't he? He, he uh, yeah. If, he, if he put his if he if he uh, put as much energy into uh, going forward as what he did rolling, as rolling around, yeah. it, it'd be a lot better. Yeah, no, correct. And I think um, you know he's still a lightly raced horse. Um, he's a big boy, a good looking horse, and yeah, Matt Don. I'm sure he'll work him out. He's uh, training plenty of winners, and he certainly yeah. knows how to get the job done. So. A bit of headgear added, and maybe on a slightly easier track, he'll uh, he'll be back to himself for sure. All right, I have to quick look at your rides tomorrow at uh, Doom, and you kick off in race three, riding head honcho in the two-year-old. Now the eleven hundred and ten meters, that extra ground's going to suit him. Yeah, I think so um, for sure. He uh, he looked that way on his last start, um, and yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to riding him. He draws a, a nice barrier, and yeah, he should have a nice clean run round and. Hopefully, a bit, bit of extra ground will help him for sure. Race uh, seven, you can go and have a coffee in between races here. Race seven, uh, you're riding a bounding for Rob Heathcote. Yeah, she tried her um, during the week. Um, tried very well. Beautiful, beautiful, really, actually. Um, 
very pleased with the trial. Uh, there was a race again in two weeks' time for her, but Rob said if she came, Rob said if she came out of the trial good, uh, he'd probably intend to run her tomorrow. She did draw a bit of a sticky barrier. So I am either going to be a hero or a really bad jockey after 300 metres tomorrow. <laughs> it depends what kind of position I get in. But I think um, I spoke to Rob. I think we're definitely going to run. And uh, But yeah, I certainly couldn't be more happier with the way she tried the other morning. She drew wide gates at the end of her last prep and had no luck. And here she is resuming drawn 10 of 10. So it's quite unbelievable. Now, race eight. Uh, you're riding again for Rob here. Uh, release the beans. Very consistent as Sammy opens up that soda water, which sounds like he's just shaken up for half an hour. Release the beans. <laughs> release the release the bubbles. Should I'll have been. myself. <laughs> uh, what sort of chance do you give release the beans? Yeah, he's been a. He's definitely had a little bit of bad luck the last few starts. Um, I think he, you know, in his last three starts, he was unlucky not to be a winner. One of them three starts, just a little bit of. Bad luck, you know, run missing runs and this, that, and other. But he draws a nice barrier tomorrow. Um, the distance is okay. He would be a little bit better over more ground, I think. Um, but yeah, I rode him track work the other morning, and he felt good. And he's a very honest horse. Beautiful action, and yeah, hopefully he'll give a good account tomorrow. And race number ten, another one for Rob Heathcote, in that is Outlawed, who's drawn a little bit tricky. He is, um, but he's a horse that's been running very well. Actually, uh, I was placed on him before I left for the wedding, and then uh, Ben Thompson got on him and done a good job, won a few races on him, and he ran very well the last day. Um, I think I finished uh, neck in front of him or neck behind him the last start. I think it was neck behind in third, but he came home pretty good. And, yeah, sticky buyer, but he's a horse that's in a rich vein of form, and hopefully he can continue that tomorrow. Martin, thanks very much for joining us this afternoon. You're riding in a great vein of form. Congratulations on uh, the marriage and uh, all going forward. Hope everything uh, goes well tomorrow at uh, Doombin. I'm sure we'll chat to you in the next couple of weeks. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Martin. All the best. Martin Harley joining us there. Sammy, friend of the show. We love getting him on. He's a really nice guy and he's riding... Uh, up a storm at the moment. Yeah, he's gonna. He'll definitely uh, be around the money with a few of those Heathcote yep. runners there tomorrow. That's for sure. He will. All right, we'll go for a break and we'll come back and have the all important sausage of the week. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. Sausage time, Sammy. Hard to get that out. Sausage time, Sammy. Uh, there's a few going around at the moment. Isn't there just? I've got a couple from last week. I, I've got one here that I'm sure we've had. I know we've had in the past because I've done nothing but bag this horse uh, time and time again. Then absolutely, actually tipped him on top to win last week, and he put in his sausage performance. And never, ever again will I ever include him even in the placings. Bar and, none. Oh, yeah. Total sausage. He, he, I know he'll get up and win and blow me out of something at some stage, but. No, you can have him. He is a he is a shocker. He went around in that first race last week that you got narrowly beaten. What was that horse you had? Oh, Red Wave. Beat, oh, beaten by you... Dark Dream, which of course was a Queensland Derby winner. Are you serious? Red Wave. Do you reckon? Oh, and I was Red Wave. Well, I, I just thought I had it in the bag, like, and it it wouldn't go. Is past. Red Wave going in? Wouldn't go past. Well, yeah, I think we can put it in. Yeah, I so, think we can put it in. It's. Look, I was, uh, yeah, I was a bit unsure this week. No, it, I'd felt too much pain there with Red Wave, and uh, oh, gee whiz, that was awful. 
Awful. All right. So bar none and red wave out of the same race, which was a, it should have been called a sausage handicap. We'd have one of those each week. Yeah. Um, oh, be good if you get all these sausage horses in the one race because one of them has to win. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to work out which one it would be. Uh, okay. What else have you got? Anything else? No, nothing. That's it. So nothing just that. Really? I, I, yeah. I think I think I'll just settle on red wave. Yeah. I've got another one from New South Wales uh, by the name of Smashing Eagle. Yeah. Gets I, back. I was on him the other day. How yeah. bad was that? Yeah. Just yep. did nothing. Yep. Back in the field. There's always an excuse. Yep. Always one of these horses that just runs on and doesn't quite get there, or just doesn't run on at all. So, uh, had enough of Smashing Eagle. It's gone. They hurt. They hurt. Yeah, they? they do. So, bar none, Smashing Eagle, and yours was Top Fun? Red Wave. Red Wave. Why am I saying Top Fun? Same yeah, stable, Red know. Wave. <laughs> bar none, Smashing Eagle, Red Wave, go into the sausage file for this week. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. Our favourite. Oh, here we go. Do, 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 do. This is big. I believe we have a date, Sam. This is big. It's locked in. A date and a venue. Oh, Gibbo. Yeah. I believe it's locked in. It is 27th of April, Gold Coast Convention Centre. It's on the podcast Royale. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it on the news last night. Wow. <laughs> 12, Breaking news. 12 of the biggest. Yeah, twelve of the biggest and dumbest podcasts in Australia will be going toe to toe. There's a bit of everything on the night. There'll be a lingerie fight. Uh, we've got a, a blindfold fight. That's going to be my favourite, watching seven blokes duke it out with blindfolds on. Cool. Um, That's dang- that, that could be dangerous. That might help me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll help you if the other blokes. On. Maybe if yeah. your opponent has one, but you don't. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I tell you what, you've gone big style, though. Straight to the big venue. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> yeah, Gold Coast Convention Centre. Just up from the star oh, there. Yeah. We've gone. Strange to say, but this sort of thing would only happen on the Gold Coast, Sammy, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be an after party, which we haven't released yet, but um, won't won't be far from there. But, yeah, I think we'll get about 4,000 people in there. Um, Wow. At the moment, moment we're only releasing the sort of corporate tables, and then when they're done, we'll... uh, Later in the year, we'll release just the normal tickets in the grandstands. So it's all happening. Can you imagine the after party? It's a lot of pressure on. Crazies. There's a lot of pressure yeah. on here for you to deliver. I'm telling you, especially yeah, all, the, all the all the SEN track family, all the SEN family, the uh, you know all the punters <laughs> that are on board. They're, they're all going to be. They're all going to be. Well, they'll be betting on it. I would imagine, surely. Uh, well, there's yeah. Well, there should be. That's exactly right. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get through. Chrissy, I'm gonna look after myself and Chrissy, and then New Year, we're just gonna rip in for twelve weeks, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna be ready. Yeah, you can't be training over Christmas. No, my daughter's no, my daughter's had a crack at me. I, I train train my little one. She does netball five or six times a week, and I'm I'm into her from the sideline. So she she gave give it to me last night, give me the speech. So it's like, don't <laughs> let me down, Dad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so go on, sorry. Bloke, I'm, offic- I'm officially the oldest bloke fighting on the night. So oh, wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, fighting, a 20, fighting a 29-year-old. I don't know if I want that. No. I don't know if I want that tag. <laughs> no. You just need to be able to... <laughs> no, no. The way I look at it, it takes a bit of heat off me, but you expect nothing. People expect nothing from the old boy. 
You can go and maybe injure him before the – what was that ice skater that went and injured the other one? Remember that one? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Um, Tonya, Tonya Harding. Tonya, Tonya Harding. Harding. Yeah, she went and um, bashed up and did something. I can't remember. Kneecapped her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Gee, that's, that's a bit dirty, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, she got caught out. Yeah, they made, yeah, made a movie about it and everything. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the 27th. 27th, yeah, the goons. 27th of April. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to it, the Gold Coast Convention Centre. We'll have to see if we can organise uh, our, our uh, management in Melbourne, Sammy, to get us a table there. Corporate yeah, table. <laughs> definitely. How many, are the, oh, how many on the table? Ten. Ten, okay. All right. I'll leave that with you, Sammy, because you got more pull down there than I have. Because <laughs> remember, I couldn't even get a, any entries in my spring team, in the spring team there. How are they going anyway, the spring horses um, rankings? I know uh, you had one. I didn't get asked. So. I'm not, uh, yeah, I don't know how that's going. No, obviously not that well. Yeah. <laughs> Gibbo, tips <laughs> tips for tomorrow well, on the you, poly track? Yeah, I'll give you, look, I'll give you the three that I've give um, on the Gold Coast Turf Club. You can find them there each week. Um, yep. I just think it's a, it's an even sort of day, um, so I'll just I'll give you three. I think they'll all run well. Can't make them good things, but they'll be around the money. Race three, number two, Hamaki. It's two hundred and twenty days between runs. Last start, tidy effort, up on speed. Just got run over late. I think he'll be fitter and run a very similar race here. So hard to run down. Race three, number two, Hamaki. Yep. Race four, number two, Unzaga. Now this is actually a, a really competitive race. It's four or five chances. I just. Two race, two starts ago on this track, Callow was on, give it a perfect ride, but just circled him, kicked and looked really good. Nothing really went right last up, put a line through that. I think back to this track, it can improve again. Race four, number two, and Zaga. And race six, number one, Data Patch, just going as good as it's ever gone. Absolutely love this track. Draws to probably lead on the fence. Two kilo claim helps. Five starts this track and trip, two wins, two seconds. So Data Patch is another one, just give you a super side. It'll be leading for a, a long way. All right, so the poly track race three, number two, Hamaki, race four, number two, Umzaga, race six, number one, Data Patch. Anything anywhere else? Uh, I think tonight, if you're looking at the Mooney Valley Cup, having a beer in the lounge, I don't see why Luna Blair doesn't run really well. Yes, I like um, it. Yeah, it was good the other day. I'm surprised it hasn't had a bit more support. Might get some later today, but um, later tonight. But also, I think Sydney race eight, number two, Espiona. Um, I thought she could win or run really well in an Everest. I thought she was fine. Uh, finished midfield there. Probably rode her you know, back to the 1,200, might have suited, and just rode her probably two lengths closer than she usually sits. I think back to her own sex, 1,400, much easier than the Everest. I think she's well-placed around the three 330 mark. All right. Cox Plate? Yeah, look, really hard to work out what to do with this Hong Kong horse, but um, if you listen to J-Mac and you listen to everyone around, they're saying, it's improved out of sight between runs. I think if it brings its best, it's, it's clearly the one they've got to beat. Gee, I've got a lot of time for militarise. Um, yes. I just I just think, you know, you don't want to be four back defence if they can just use the gate somehow um, to sit midfield. Gee, I think any luck in running, I think it'll run super. I think it was a lot better than it looked in a walking race there in the Guineas. Uh, it's a very nice one. All right, so there are your main bets for tomorrow, of course, those uh, three at the uh, on the poly track and the other semi. Did you want to say Gibbo, something? Uh, I was talking to uh, one of the dads at soccer on uh, Tuesday night, and he was telling me that lights are going in at the Gold Coast and they're, they're planning to have night races there. 
Yes, yes, there will be. There'll be some Friday nights. They won't take over all the Friday night racing, but there will be some Friday nights. Um, uh, I believe on the turf, uh, I think the lights will be on. Uh, might stand corrected, but um, yeah, there definitely will be um, some Friday night races. And, you know, probably Saturday twilighty sort of things coming up. So I'm not sure they've actually set calendars and that, but it is definitely on the card, Sammy. Some Friday night racing on the Gold Coast. Looking forward to that. No better place for night racing than at the Gold Coast with all those uh, high-rises in the background. It's a great backdrop. Gibbo, thanks for your uh, time this afternoon. As per usual, have a great weekend. Uh, We won't say get into training because we now know that that's not going to happen until after Christmas, which is fine with us, and we'll get cracking. Sammy will get cracking uh, (laughs) about that table too. (laughs) Legend. Thanks, boys. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Gibbo. There you go. I don't know how much time we've got left. How much time we've got left, Cohen? Uh, great question, boys. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. I'll just keep going until you cut me off. How's yeah, that? Yeah, about four, four and a half minutes around All there. right. Yeah. Uh, now, some tips. Before we get to our tips, I'll read out these South Australian tips for tomorrow at South underscore tips on Twitter. Give him a follow. He does a terrific job. Uh, Morfinville Parks tomorrow. We have race one, number six, give some lip for the win. Race two, number seven, charm slinger each way. Race eight, number two, Magic Max each way. And race nine, number seven, King Moya each way. One, number six, two, number seven, eight, number two, nine, number seven. Sammy, what are your best bets for tomorrow? Uh, Chris, I am with Doombin race eight, number five, Our Magnus. I think it'll be winning. I was on it last start, and uh, yeah, he'll be better again for that run. Randwick, race four, number seven, Hollywood Hero. Uh, my Coxplay tip, I am going with Jewess. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I just think she's big odds, but with good speed and the right run, I don't think she's hopeless. So I'll go with Jewess. I think Imperatrez will win. It's uh, it's a, a serious horse, and I'm with Gibbo. I like Luna Flair tonight uh, in the Mooney Valley Cup, but of course... Uh, when we come off air tonight, uh, you will hear myself and Damien Watson on trackside. Damo. Tonight. He's a good bloke, Damo. He's a champion, Damo. He's, uh, he knows his sport, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He's got one – similar to you, he's got one major issue. Well, he barracks for Carlton. Ah! <laughs> well, there you go. The one bloke gave me heaps. All that time in Richmond were uh, not going so well was him. And then when we came good, it was a lot of fun. No, he's a good guy, Damo. Did you give me one for Doombin? Uh, Doombin was race eight, number five, our Magnus. That's right, you did too. I'm going to go with Doombin race four, number four, Rising Pacific. I'm glad Eagles Crag has been scratched out of that race because I think it's the other good thing of the day. Race nine, number 11, Eagles Crag. So race four, number four, race nine, number 11, a nice little multi there. Uh, now I'm going to take you on at Ramwick because I think Sequestered's a good thing in race four. Oh, yeah. You've gone Hollywood Hero. I've gone Sequestered. I think she's flying this mare. So I'm happy to be with her. Uh, now, the spring champion, this is an absolute moral, Sammy. This is, Ooh, as wow. you would say, this will win. Tom Kitten. I know he's yes. going to be even money, but how do they beat him in this race? Tommy Kitten, he was giving them a big start last time round. And, uh, it, ooh, moral. Yeah, moral. Good thing. Good thing. He just he just deserves a change of luck. His form's really good, so he'll be winning race seven, number two. And this filly in the uh, the ninth race, Arctic Glamour, number 11. She's a good sort too. She's uh, had two runs this time in. She won a maiden with a good turn of foot, and then she went stepped right up to a listed race, the Reginald Allen, and she won that convincingly last start. So she goes to the mile. 
one of our friends of the show, of course, Karen McAvoy will ride. Fan of the show, friend of the show, Karen. He's doing a good job. So he'll ride uh, Arctic Glamour again. Oh, sure he's riding Arctic Glamour. I don't think he's in Melbourne. So I'll have a look at that in just a moment. But uh, hard to beat. So they're my three. I think that's a nice little multi in Sydney. Race four, number eight. Race seven, number two. And race nine, number 11. You got anything at Toowoomba? Uh, Toowoomba, I have, actually. Uh, well, you do that. I'll just make sure Kieran McAvoy is Toowoomba, right. race Toowoomba. three, number eight, Bright Daisy. I tip that. Ah, It's got no chance now. We're both on it. Wow. No, I think Bright Daisy can win. So, uh, And tonight at the Sunshine Coast, the $100,000 feature, race five, number nine, I'm going with Extremist each way for Rob Heathcote, Blake Spriggs. Okay. Imagine what my, you could be. Sorry. My Imagine. best at the sunny coast tonight. $20 you can get this at. Yep. Race four, number 10, brave enough. Okay. Now imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks so much for joining us this Friday afternoon on The Pundas, mate. Have a great weekend.